Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco, or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey everybody, welcome in to another episode of Photo Taco. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me. My name is Jeff Harmon. I'm the hobbyist editor at improvephotography.com and the host of your podcast. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, I know I say it every episode, but you really need to. Facebook.com slash groups slash photo taco. Go ask and be a member. Go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> All right. It is really cool. You should. Re- you really need to get in there. Okay, today's topic. Uh, it's going to be a little shorter podcast today. I know that we've gone to more of a 20-minute format or so for a while, but you know, some people have given us the feedback that they still like shorter episodes once in a while. So here's a little bit shorter one, mainly because it's a question that gets answered pretty simply. It's uh, it's not so hard. So here's the question. It comes from the Facebook group. A good reason again to join. And uh, Mark Lazelton said, hey, Jeff, I have a question about working between Lightroom and Photoshop. When I right click in Lightroom, edit in Photoshop and then save, it does save in Lightroom but ends up with all my other thousands of photos and not in the collection that the original photo was in. Is there a way to save it so it ends up in the same collection? I've looked and can't figure it out. Is it even possible? Any help would be appreciated. Thanks. And Mark, thanks for the question. Appreciate your input and participating in our Facebook group. All right, so the answer is probably easier than you may think, Mark. And it has to do with a default setting in Lightroom. It's one that does make sense when you think about it. Uh, But let's go through kind of why it's there and what in particular Mark is talking about. So let's say you've uh, you just finished a photo shoot. You import all of your photos into Lightroom and you're ready to go edit them. By default, Adobe assumes that because you imported the photos, you also want to edit them, which is probably the case a huge, huge portion of the time, right? It makes sense. You just imported them. You probably want to go look at and work on those photos right now. So by default, there's a preference for this in uh, if you go to edit preferences or Lightroom preferences on the Mac and you select, there's a default box there called select the current slash previous import collection during import. What this means is when you import Lightroom is creating kind of a a pseudo collection. It's not a collection that you created and it doesn't have anything to do necessarily with um, the add to collection option you might use on import, which I highly recommend by the way. Collections are really, really powerful and I think it is the way that you should try to organize your Lightroom library. Trying to do it by folder structure is doable but is more difficult especially when you get into the area where you might have more than one drive that you're dealing with so i really recommend collections as being the way that you organize your photos i have a photo taco on the topic you should go take a listen of that so that you can kind of get my opinion on, on how to use that but let's get back to the problem it creates this pseudo collection it's not anything you created and all it includes are the photos you imported That's the default behavior when that checkbox is selected. When you import, it's going to switch you to what you're working on, the photos that you're working on within your catalog to all the photos you just imported and nothing else. And that's kind of the key thing here about why it is that Mark was having a hard time finding his edited photo from Photoshop. 
Now, as you as you are editing in photo in Lightroom, you know you I find that you can do ninety plus percent of what you need to do on a photo inside of Lightroom. There are occasions though where you might need the much better content fill aware content aware fill, uh, or you might need to do some kind of difficult selections to alter just a small piece of the photo. Maybe you're replacing a sky and that's really hard to do in Lightroom. In fact, you, you really can't do it. You have to take it into Photoshop for that. Anyway, whatever edit it is, there are needs to do that. So when you're on the photo and you've already taken it to the point where you've done as much as you can in Lightroom and it's time now to go into Photoshop, which again, by the way, I fully recommend you do everything else to the photo first in Lightroom. Do all of your other edits besides whatever you might need to do inside of Photoshop first. Okay, so it's one of the beautiful things about being in the Adobe suite of products that you can pretty transparently go between them. Robert talked about the way he did it is he right clicks and then says edit in Photoshop or there's a nice keyboard shortcut. I find it really important to learn the keyboard shortcuts. It makes your workflow go just a tiny bit faster than mouse clicks. But in this case, you can just do control E on the, the on Windows or command E on the Mac and it will open it up into Photoshop and you can do your Photoshop work there. Then you do all of your work, whatever you're going to do in Photoshop and when you're ready, I just hit the X on the tab in Photoshop for that image. You can do a save and then close the Photoshop, but I just hit the X and a dialog box comes up and says, do you want to save your changes? And you say yes. And then it, cl it closes out the image in Photoshop. And I think Lightroom even pops up if I remember right. I'm not going through it right now. But anyway, you get back into Lightroom and what Mark has found is his photo didn't show up. The edited photo, the one he just finished working on inside of Photoshop, he can't find it anywhere inside of Lightroom in the current view of where things are. And if he goes to search for the photos, he can eventually find it. But he's wondering, why isn't it there and what can I do about it? So there's, there's a few choices you have to deal with this, Mark. One is you can turn off that checkbox, that preference in general import options. There's that select the current slash previous import collection during import. It's a mouthful. It doesn't make a lot of sense in audio, but it's really easy to find it when you go look in the preferences panel um, in, inside of Lightroom. If you turn that off, it's going to change the default behavior so that when you import, it actually doesn't switch your view at all. Whatever you had showing in Lightroom before you did the import is still going to show there after you do the import. If you were in a previous collection, if you were on a specific folder of photos, editing through them, wherever you are at is where it's going to stay. It won't automatically switch you over to that kind of pseudo collection they created when you imported the photos. But, and then you can navigate to the photos. You can either go to the, the real collection that you created when you imported them in, or you can navigate to the folder where the, fo where the photos were imported from and work on them from there. Um, but if you, that, that would kind of be the way to do it. And then they'll show up just fine because your photo, when it came out of Photoshop, the new version of the photo got saved to the same folder where the original photo was. By default, that's what's gonna happen. And that's where it's located. It will also get added to your real collection that you made. If you're editing inside of a collection and you do this round tripping, 
the metadata will be there so that it will get added to the real collection. It just doesn't get added to the pseudo collection because it wasn't one of the photos you imported. And it's really being true to that. You can actually get to this pseudo collection if you navigate inside of the library module in Lightroom. Right at the top on the left-hand side, there's catalog is the broad category and underneath that is something called previous import. And that's the pseudo collection that gets maintained with every import you do but it only includes the, the photos you imported that you took through the import process. It won't include any of these that you may have round tripped through Photoshop or any other software that you might use. If you want to change this, you can either uncheck that checkbox and then manually go to it, which might make a lot of sense for you, Mark, if you do this frequently, or you can just understand that that's what's going on. You can have the default behavior happen and then on your first round trip, since I do it so rarely, that's how I am preferring to, to keep this. On the first round trip, when I come back, I just know it's not going to show up in the film strip, that one photo I just edited. And I'm going to have to go navigate either to the collection I created or to the folder where those photos were imported so that I can see that photo and have it show up. I hope that answers your question mark and that you are able to, um, to make sense of that. <laughs> I hope it made a lot of sense. Hey, that's it for this episode. I warned you that it might be shorter today. And uh, hopefully those that like the shorter podcast will uh, will like this episode. If you would, I'd love to have you go pop over into iTunes, give the show a review. It really helps out the show. I check out the reviews there periodically. Take, uh, take note of those who are not liking things. And I'm continually trying to accept feedback so that I can do a better job with the podcast. Also, be sure to visit improvephotography.com. I know this is the way I end this show every week, but it really does have a ton of valuable resources for you. If you're not going at least once a week, uh, lately it's been daily. Jim's really been working hard on getting articles out there. But if you're not at least once a week going over to improvephotography.com, you're missing out on a lot of excellent content that is across huge uh, subject areas. It's not just one subject area. And, uh, and you're missing out. So go head over there. It is the best way to improve your photography. Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!